Hello, Northern Michigan. I'm Chief Meteorologist Tom O'Hare. With me. And I am Meteorologist Madison Reich. It's been a hot minute since I've done a podcast. I know, and you got a couple coming up here. Yes, back to back. Yes, and you know, our weather's been interesting. In the last few weeks, we talked I about think... going outside, watching the space. Yes. But what do you think? I think that interesting is an understatement. <laughs> it has been a roller coaster ride. I mean, we had 80s. In April, correct? Yeah. I have oh, yeah. no long-term memory, so I forget everything. But we had 80s, and then we were back down into, like, freezing overnight. Which is more normal, though. Yes. But yeah. Yes, more normal. But then we went back up to the 80s. We even had uh, one singular 90, briefly. Um, and now we've got frost advisories again. Yeah. So it's just up and down and up and down and up and down yeah. and then again because of you know what's what's growing with tom mm -hmm. i said well you know what let's roll the dice we planted the other day and and sure enough the frost advisors out there mm -hmm. i was not big and surprised at all but you know what at this point i'm thinking okay what's the real chance of it happening here plus we have a, a sprinkler system which does ah. help out add moisture to the plants to the area and keeps us a bit on the warmer side mm -hmm. compared to those areas that don't get the water going and that will help out. So I'm debating whether or not to actually put the covers on tonight, but I might have to do it later this week. <laughs> I have a little teeny tiny baby um, basil plant that I bought over the weekend. Bring it inside. I, yeah, I'm going to bring him inside because I don't think he could handle much at all no. <laughs> when it comes to frost. Um, but yeah, that's just the, the sucky part. I'm also, uh, this is a a side note briefly okay. i got a paddleboard yes so i'm so excited for it to actually get warm mm -hmm. so that i can get in the lake and go spend my weekends riding around i'm gonna say of course we're on your pfd yes. your life preserver wearing my life jacket staying safe that's right number one priority but mm -hmm. i'm just very excited so <laughs> anytime it was like earlier last week we got into uh the the upper 70s and 80s and i was like close yes. we're getting there we're so close and the nice thing the smaller smaller lakes are warming up a bit quicker they're probably mm -hmm. well in the 50s now if not 60s because of how much heat we've had at times this mm -hmm. year so far so even with a like, little ooh. cold snap we're getting there yeah we are it's coming back up it's nice mm -hmm. but you know let's talk about forecasting oh yes because we're in spring i will say honestly i think that spring is one of the hardest seasons to forecast um in my opinion, it varies by meteorologist I know. I won't disagree. I won't completely agree. So it's like <laughs> so many seasons around northern Michigan are very difficult. Mm -hmm. The transitions are the worst, be it fall or spring. And, and the way the things have been going the last 10 years, it seems to be getting more difficult to forecast mm -hmm. at times. Because, yeah, we've had more in the back, back 10 years, 15 years ago. It didn't seem like we had too many frost periods, say, after late May, early June, but in just the last couple of years, that's happening a bit more often. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, like last year we had a, a good little touch of frost in like early June, like like I think it was the June or 10th or something. Mm -hmm. I'm like, come on, really? <laughs> come on. That shouldn't happen, yeah. but it does. It does, it does. So yes, we're going to talk about forecasting, but more in a way of what your weather app can't tell you. Right. Like, they're, they're so convenient. I know you have some on your phone. I have some. I have our weather app. Yep. Oh, yeah, definitely. Our 10 weather app. But 
you know, as meteorologists, I think that we have a, I don't know, like a bit more expertise, I would imagine. I, I would think so. We have the, the background of uh, more knowledge of local stuff going yes. on. Like it says, the snubber, but you know, this should happen with the wind flow as the winds die off or that high level thin clouds that just not being picked up by the computer models. Mm. But we are seeing that and like it's off. We can be off by a couple degrees. Don't have to worry about mm. XYZ. Yeah. Little things like that. It makes yeah, a difference. Exactly. We have a lot more firsthand experience because, yes, everyone gets out and sees the weather and experiences the weather every day. But we spend every day looking at the data. Oh, so lots of data, too. Lots and lots of data. So I like to describe this concept to people like this. So weather apps are a wonderful tool if you know how to use them. Um, and I think a lot of people download the app and use that as their, like, like that is the weather. That right. is what is happening. This is what's happening. Um, but it's kind of like being given a car with no instructions on how to drive it, you know? Right, and, and it's, it's helpful to look into the mm -hmm. car. Look exactly. at the manual. Okay, what yeah. does it show here? Yes. For instance, did you know you can see Future View on our app? I won't lie. I didn't know that until about three months ago. And then you can also look at temperatures. <laughs> yes, there's on, a and lot And there's contour and there's winds. There's so many little things in there. So you might be just popping open, seeing the highs and lows. Oh, yeah, some rain showers. But did you see what timing they might come in? Mm -hmm. Did it really give you that much detail? You know, head over the map, click on the, uh, the radar and the future view part of it, and mm -hmm. you can see it coming from past to current to future. Yeah, and aside from just like the mechanics of what you can see on your app, there's also like, where does that data come from? So when we forecast, I counted once. Uh, we could use up to 10 models <laughs> yeah, <that's> a, a <laughs> day per forecast. Um, and so each of those models is like a different version of future view. They take in a little bit different information. Some of them work better in some situations, some work better in other situations. But as a whole, as meteorologists, we work with these every day. And so that's what we'll, we, we do a lot with our forecasting is picking and choosing which scenarios seem the most likely, which models are handling that situation the best. And the thing with the weather app, it's one model. Right. It's one model. It is a blended model. But it's, any, and like any model, they're not perfect. No. And sometimes they are completely wrong. They don't handle the situation, the uh, atmospheric setup, if you will, well. Like, right. for example, I can give you a great example <laughs> this week, okay? So there's two main models, the GFS and the Euro. We're talking longer term here. Long term models, yes. Um, and... The GFS has been 10 degrees colder <laughs> than what it should be all week long. The Euro has been much closer, but I still think it's been two to three degrees colder than those actual daytime highs. Right. Um, and so we've been having to really crack down on the forecasting and take time to say, hey, what's going on outside right now? Here's what the models are showing. Let's make Let's make our forecast. Right, and, and like a great example is just two weeks ago, we saw the warmth coming in. We said, okay, how warm is it truly going to get? And the models are saying, yeah, maybe 60s, mid-60s, maybe upper 60s. And we're all like, uh, we're thinking 70s to 80s. I mean, we're really mm -hmm. focusing on that confidence at that level because the dynamic situation going on, and then you could see the levels changing, the high pressure sliding in, giving it that sunshine. And sure enough, we had 
warmth, awesome temperatures. Everyone's like, it's summer, it's here. Mm -hmm. And of course it cooled back down, but you know, we can see the little things that the computer models, some do better than others. Mm -hmm. And that's what our job is kind of to look at each one, try and figure out what's better or within your mind, combine both and make out a good yes. forecast. If not just two, three or four and say, what's going on? What's really happening? What's the current situation? What's it looking forward? Last night we had shower storms out towards Wisconsin and there were some big ones. Mm -hmm. Tracking them, I go, I just don't see it making it all the way across. I'm mm -hmm. hoping just the rain showers. And we did We did have some thunderstorms, not severe, but the main band that was rolling towards us didn't really make it. And some of the models handled that well, others did not. It's funny, the ones that we thought would didn't, but mm -hmm. we actually looked at everything and said, okay, you know what? I had a feeling that we had the shower storms later overnight mm -hmm. and it happened. Yep, it was like, a good oh. line that came through. It was, it was a good soaking rain for some spots. Mm -hmm. It's great to see it. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, there's a lot that goes into forecasting on this end, especially if we're just talking about models. Um, in order to even get to the point where we understand models, this is where schooling comes in. Like meteorologists, we do calculus, advanced calculus, one, two, three, uh, differential equations, physics, and um, all of that math and science is plugged into these models and it spits out data. And so then we take that knowledge that we have ahead of time and analyze and interpret. Uh, and, and that's, I think that's the essence of this conversation. Right. And the thing is that I can see something, Madison can see something, and we have different answers. Ah, that's where the a team aspect exactly. comes in. Exactly. We talk about, we discuss what we're seeing, both of us in different angles, like, okay, I see this happening. Okay, see this? Okay, let's try and figure out a good answer because we want to be right. And that is one thing that, you know, not to toot our own horn here, <laughs> um, but I think that's one thing that our weather team is really good at and that is because we have such a diverse background um, we've got tom new york you've got experience forecasting a lot more winter weather but also still very similar seasons to what we see here in northern michigan exactly you've got uh michael born and raised right here cadillac. in michigan cadillac yeah. yeah but also he spent some time in wisconsin so he has a little bit more he has a little extra severe weather experience there because they tend to get a bit more than we do here yeah exactly um i went to school in kansas got a little bit of everything yeah, down there they do. and then we've got uh, austin who went to school uh just downstate so then another michigander having that knowledge ahead of time and extra input and i think that we really utilize that our, all of our experiences in our own ways and that's what i think makes our forecasts what they are is that conversation right. between people. And that's the key thing too, that we talk about it and okay, we're, we keep on going back and forth, debating about things, how they're gonna go. And it's yeah, it's a good rival conversation about what's gonna happen. <laughs> yes. It's like, okay, you can see this, I can see that. Okay, over this, over here, we're good to go. And then mm -hmm. we work out and figure out a good answer. And odds are, are they identical to the app? No. 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 And so we always say, look at our videos, uh, watch us on TV because you get the most accurate forecast, the one we want to see all the time there. It's just not, not just the one model. It gives you an answer. Mm -hmm. so. so, yeah, so we're not trying to – this is not a commercial for our app, <laughs> and we're not trying to trash our app either because no. it is a good app. Yes. Um, but just to moderate your the usage and say, hey, let's look at this realistically as a tool 
um, rather than the entire forecast. Yeah. This is a tool to help understand what's going on right now and I can't get to the TV. But we really do, I think, I mean, I'm going to toot our own horn again. <laughs> I just think that's something that our team is really good at is breaking down those details of what is really impactful and what you really need to know. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, man, that was a good conversation. It wasn't it. <laughs> so we're almost truly into the unofficial start of summer. I mean, it's mm -hmm. just a couple days away here. And Madison, I know you've been feeling the, uh, the effects of spring popping oh, things so in the excited. air so fast. I was telling a friend yesterday, I go, by the way, the wind's being so strong. I would not doubt the pollen we felt was from like oh, gosh. Indiana, yeah. Illinois, yeah. maybe Iowa. Mm -hmm. I mean, the small mm -hmm. particles going so fast with the wind flow. I mean, it was crazy fast. So I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, yeah. No, pollen has been uh, irritating. Nasty. To put the least. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan of grass pollen. I can take tree pollen all day long, but we're now well into grass pollen season and I'm feeling it. Uh, but hopefully hopefully here in the next few weeks it starts to calm down it should i know my car i, I don't really wash that often but at least it was clean the other day mm -hmm. i said okay i left the windows open a little bit the sunroof to touch open i come back I go, what's the dust i go that's not dust that's pollen mm -hmm. no that's it's coating everything yeah so everything needs a good washing inside mm -hmm. outside you know it just because when you're driving it gets your nasal passages yep. and it like irritates you know what i'm dreading in another week or so there's like a huge patch of ragweed that is right outside where I live. Um, now that should hold off though for a okay. while. All it right. should hold That's off. That's good to know. That's good to know. But I am dreading that because when I moved in, I was like, oh goodness. Yeah. Uh, my allergies are bad, but when my family came up and helped me move in, right. uh, my sister was literally tearing up when wow. she stepped outside because the pollen was so bad. Um, so not a fan of spring for that reason, right? but I love it for everything else that it is. And, and I think we all do too. Mm -hmm. We have the issues with it at times, but because it brings the warmth, mm -hmm. the longer days, we're like, yes, come mm -hmm. on summer Eve, we'll take yep. the little problems with it. We'll take it because yep. we know it's worth what's coming in our way. What too. are you most excited for this summer? Oh, uh, let's see. Just getting out. Mm -hmm. I've been working on my house too much. I did a couple. <laughs> uh, I put in some uh, posts this week, or in fact today, two posts before coming to work, and then mm -hmm. concrete e pounds bags of those guys. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So work. a lot of work in the house. I just want to take some days off, relax uh, on the water, just chill. Mm -hmm. You know. How about you? Uh, I mean, as I've already mentioned, I bought myself a paddleboard, so that is yes. all I can think about. I'm just ready. Uh, I've got a little pup. And um, Mako will be a year old in another couple days. And so the game plan is, as she gets more accustomed to the water, I want to take her paddleboarding with me. Yeah, that'd it's be gonna cool. It's going to take some training. Yes. And we're going to go slow. So you sit in that paddleboard for a little while. Yes. You sit, buddy. Yes. Mako, she still stay can't right there. Sit. Or she, my bad. Yes. <laughs> she still can't sit for more than like two minutes at a time because yeah. she's only a year. So if not this summer, it will be next summer. But we're beginning the training early. And, But does she love water? Uh, see, that is what I'm excited <laughs> to see. Because she doesn't like baths, but she does like to like stick her head in water when right. she gets the opportunity. So I think if I like let her be she'll adjust and acclimate and love it. 
But if I shove her into it, it's right. done. It's I can't wait done. to hear the future, what happens with Mako and the oh, water yes. and the pedal board. Another story down the road. Oh, yes. How about that? Oh, there'll be plenty of stories. You've already heard plenty <laughs> of Mako trials and tribulations. I love that dog, but she is a, a hoot and a half. Mm-hmm. A couple like, scratches for you, but you know what? Oh, yeah. It's worth it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> love her to death. Love her to death. Well, here we are. We're just days away from Memorial Day. Again, the unofficial start of summer. We hope you're ready for summer. Yes. And we've already had a taste of it, as you know. Back and forth, mm-hmm. back and forth. Our roller coaster ride continues. Hopefully, next couple of days, these the frost advisories, this will be end until fall, but we'll have to wait and see, right? Yes, we will have to wait and see. I got my fingers crossed. Can't wait to hear about what happens with Mako in the future. <laughs> yes. Madison, have a great day. All of you have a great day. We'll see you later on Weather on the Go.